copper, while the Dow Jones suffered its largest single-day point fall on record. All of this year's gains have been wiped out, sending the economy back to where it was last August. The Australian government has declared the coronavirus outbreak a pandemic, triggering its emergency response plan. Health ministers are meeting in Melbourne to discuss ways of containing the virus, which has spread to more than 40 countries. Deputy Chief Medical Officer Professor Paul Kelly says while the majority of cases aren't severe, others can be fatal. 80% have uh, relatively mild illness, um, but importantly, about 5% can get very severe. Uh, We would say ending up in intensive care and and, uh, there has been a death rate. Over 2,000 people have died. So this is more than just a bad cold for some people. Officials are defending the way grants were handed out during the sports rort saga at a hearing in federal parliament. The coalition is accused of abusing the program to shore up marginal seats ahead of last year's election. But Sports Australia officials maintain the organisation followed due process in assessing the projects. A preliminary report into a fatal air tanker crash in southern New South Wales says the cockpit voice recorder was not running at the time of the crash. Three American firefighters were killed in the incident. The full report is not expected for at least another 18 months. A car has ploughed into at least seven people outside a cafe in Sydney. One woman was critically injured in the crash and has been flown to hospital. New South Wales Ambulance Superintendent Steve Vaughan says the other people suffered minor injuries. When paramedics arrived at the scene, it was absolute carnage. Unfortunately, these sorts of jobs are both where there's both significant and minor injuries can be quite intense for paramedics. Businesswoman and fashion icon June Daly Watkins will be laid to rest today. The Australian etiquette queen died last week, aged 92. She will be farewelled at a private funeral. Briefly, Russian President Vladimir Putin has denied claims he ever used a body double. Astronomers have discovered the largest explosion seen in the universe originating from a supermassive black hole. And Prince Harry and Meghan Markle will soon have to pay their own way for security, with Canada set to pull its funding from the outgoing Royals. In sport, Aussie Ash Barty is through to the semi-finals of the Qatar Tennis Open. She beat Garbine Muguruza in three sets to progress to the next round, where she'll face Petra Kvitova. Chinese swimmer Sun Yang will soon learn whether he will be banned for missing a drug test. English Premier League side Arsenal has crashed out of the Europa League following a 2-1 loss to Greek club Olympiakos. Manchester United and Wolves are through to the final 16. And an 86-run win over Bangladesh sees the Aussie women's team move to second in in their T20 World Cup group. That's the latest news is for. Overcoming fears, overcoming obstacles. That's what legends do. Find your reason, your passion. The focus is you. No matter what fitness level you're at, it's all about pushing that one important button. We're here for you, to help you, to coach you, and to guide you. One, two, three, reset. Call Fernwood North Rocks and Seven Hills on 9871-7996 or visit our Facebook page, Fernwood North Rocks, to experience the Fernwood difference for yourself, your premium women's health and fitness club. Station sponsor. And welcome to a live 90.5 Business Insights with Mario. Current time it's uh, 12.03 p.m. on a Friday 28th of February 2020. Uh, we'll start with uh, some temperature. You know, we are all interested, apart of the coronavirus, which you heard today that Australian government uh, launched an emergency plan to uh, prevent and contain the virus if it comes to Australia. Now, the temperature today... High is going to be 26 degrees. Current is 24.5. And tonight is going to be 17 degrees. 
uh, for the rest of the week. Saturday it's going to be 26, Sunday 29, it's going to be mostly sunny on Monday 28, while the shower starts on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday with a highest temperature of 29 degrees. You are listening Alive 90.5, Business Insights with Mario. I will take a short break with one, some song and I will come back with uh, introduce, introducing our guest. Alive 90.5, Business Insights with Mario. Back to the studio, listening online 90.5 Business Insights with Mario. As I mentioned last week, this is the brand new show with our old face, only Mario. And uh, I truly believe that you're gonna enjoy the further travels and experiences in this show. I always try to stipulate that this show is not about people who are had a big, big names in the business, and it's not uh, about legends or the influences or some type of leadership this is about ordinary people who are the legends on their own and the people who creates changes on the landscape in e-business and envi- <coughs> environment relationships 
and who try to pursue their own dreams and goals. Now, we have uh, two very interesting guests in studio. I must say I'm truly privileged because I know both of them for a couple of years of time. Um, one of the guests, uh, it's a she, and I won't say the name <laughs> before I started. Uh, she is the, she deserves some recognition because uh, a part of losing the weight with her and her patience with me, uh, prepare myself for the, some boxing matches. Yes, her name is Tanya, of course, Lilu. Um, she's a lady who, you know, I can say she caused me so much pain um, because <laughs> punching me in the face, you know, I mean, and with a smile on her face. But, you know, you know, eventually I was walking very confident in the ring um, and I can't complain about that one. Second guest in studio was once before with us, uh, but we didn't have a good chat to the end. His name is Jay, um, the gentleman who pursued his dreams, not just uh, uh, creating the other people famous, that's correct, he makes other people famous, converting their dreams into the reality through the, his um, his content, which is going to be later on introduced, but as well, uh, Jay always has a smile on his face, same as Tanya, and uh, he pursuing his own dream, and that is to be the number one country rock star. So I would like to inv- <coughs> introduce our guest. Hello, Tanya. Hello, Jay. Hi. Hello. <laughs> okay, was that a good introduction? I think so. You think so? You covered okay. it? Yeah. Jay, this is not the first time to you, but try, try um, to give the moral support to Tanya because I know she's a little bit now nervous, but you're going to be okay. After two hours of this show, you're going to be great. You know what I mean? You're going to enjoy this show. So welcome today in Studio Live 19.5, and thank you for being the, my guest on this uh, Business Insights on 12 p.m. Uh, always happy to be here with you, Mario. <laughs> True <laughs> legend. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Eh? Well, I will first start with uh, ladies first, if you don't mind, Jay. Of course. <laughs> okay, Tanya, I know you're nervous today. I know you are, you know I mean? We try to prepare all of this. But there's a reason why I have you today in, in the studio. I know you as a very well hard-working person and I know that you gone through the ordeals in your life to achieve what you're achieving and you building more and as well try to pass your knowledge to the other other students of yours and as well first of all why are you always smiling at? <laughs> <laughs> please what tell me why are you always um, question was, was it's a, a, it's a good question yeah. I'm always smiling because I try to uh, exude happiness I I guess that is the inner core of me that um, even when I'm not feeling happy, I think smiling just helps. Helps the people to be more comfortable with be you. Be more comfortable and then to reflect it back. So, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, to, anybody, to all of you who, don't, who try to picture how Tanya looks like, if you remember the movie <laughs> Fifth Element, Lilo, <laughs> that's how she looks like. Red hair, you know I mean? The skinny, you know I mean? Always smiling on her face. And, uh, but be she better talk- boom. And be the boom. <laughs> but, she talk- but, but she talks English. That's that's the best part, you know what I mean? So she's not like a Lilo try to decode. So we know now, Tanya, that you are smiling a lot. And me, as a, your ex and current student in <laughs> boxing, for uh, try to introduce Tanya, what are you doing what is your what is your profession? Please let uh, enlighten our listeners. What are you doing right now? Um, so I'm still a boxing coach. Um, with boxing coach. The lady, she's a boxing coach, and I know she's a great. I'll tell you later story. So yes, please. Uh, but the main thing I s- currently do is um, national trainer assessor for the personal training academy. That's my full time, well, mostly full time job at the moment. Say again, this is in English. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So I'm a trainer assessor for fitness. I help other people become personal trainers. Okay. They, they're studying the Cert 3 and 4 in fitness in Australia. I assess that. You assess that there. Mm-hmm. So can you just, for our audience, just tell us why boxing coach? Why boxing? Isn't that, you know, like I, I can't talk from my perspective because you were my coach, but it's like when someone tried to picture out the female boxing coach, what is the perception of the humans around you? Like, you know, the first time seeing you or something like this. Um, I actually don't even know why a boxing coach. It was not something I picked for myself originally. Um, I got into boxing for my own reasons and uh, my main coach was always Maydad. And when I was boxing, I never actually had the confidence to be a boxing coach. Um I thought I always looked up to Maydad and said, if I can't do as good as Maydad, I don't want to be a boxing coach. Um, lo and behold, uh, a while later, like five years later after I finished boxing, yeah. someone else asked me to run classes and I just went, okay, I'll do some classes. Um, and slowly then people asked me to coach them and um, it was a s- bit of a process, but I decided I could do it. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a Tanya. Be, be, better known as a Lilo with a monkey up front if you try to search for Tanya on a social media Lilo now second guest is Jason and Jay welcome to the studio yes thank you it's great <laughs> to be back here <laughs> look I, I was just like you know it's always pleasure to see you because it's like I know that some people already know your name and already know what you're doing but who is the Jason well, Jay Sini tries to keep himself very busy, uh, so I, I do a lot of different things, and uh, I guess the main gig you could say is I create content for a lot of different people, so I find that in this world, it's really important um, when when people are running a business that you need to get brand awareness, you need to get the word out there so everyone can, can hear about it, so... Uh, basically, I run a video production agency because I find that video is the best way to get the message out there because people can see it, they can they can watch it, they can re-watch it, and they get to know you as a person. And I find that can be such an effective way of growing a business. So I love being able to help people with that. And on top of that, I'm also a musician, so you'll see me playing around at a few festivals <laughs> here in Australia. And, um, you know, who knows? What, whatever else comes up. Okay, well, that was a Jaycini. And uh, I'm just going to play the song. So you're going to hear that song. And that song is going to be actually the dream I like to see JC needs to be number one before this person. You're listening live 19.5 Business Insights with Mario. Oh 
That was a Keith Urban with his song, Texas Time. Um, lucky for us, we live in Australia. <clears throat> and I apologize to our listeners. I was just checking that my headsets are plugged in, but I you know, heard myself, but then I didn't hear myself. Now, I like to go back to um, our our first guest uh, Tanya but before we go to that Keith Urban with his song Texas Time is going to be replaced by Jay Cine hopefully one day soon and it's going to be number one country singer yeah we're going to we're going to remember his name uh, Tanya okay the question I do have for you it is you know you're the boxing coach you're assessing other ones to become the personal trainers and um, you know all this fitness stuff mm-hmm. um, which I don't understand and you know you just taught me how to punch people and you know the most important thing. Most, <laughs> now, the question I do have for you, when was the first time you seriously punched somebody? It was a boy or girl? <laughs> no, seriously. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when was the, when was the first time? Uh, probably primary school. Um, there would be more than one. Um, more than one? <laughs> I, was, I was a big tomboy, so I uh-huh, played okay. soccer with the guys in the um, afternoon all the time. Um, but there is one I remember that I picked on quite a bit because he really annoyed me. He, he was also my friend in the end, but... Yeah, poor Simon. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then what did you realize? Like, oh, okay, I can throw the punch and I go to do the boxing. Or 
No. So as much as I begged my father that I wanted to learn karate first or some kind of martial art, this was, what, 10 or 11 years old. Um, for some reason he said no and uh, that was that. I didn't yeah. get to do karate or martial arts for a long time. I had to start with athletics. Um, but I kept on wanting to do it, so yeah. I watched boxing and... Um, I ended up really liking Costa Zoo. I did one of my assignments on Costa Zoo. Yeah, yeah. So I followed his career and liked talking about him whenever I had to do a, a thing for high school. Um, but it wasn't until I was 18 and I turned around to my father and said, um, I'm 18, you can't really stop me now. I, I didn't start with boxing, I started with Muay Thai because I'm half Thai. So that was when I actually got to throw some decent punches again. Um, so but sorry, only so before the boxing was a mo Muay, Thai. Muay Thai. Or kickboxing is another way to say it. Oh, that's a kickboxing, okay? Yeah. And um, kickboxing is a little bit different so than the boxing, right? They're using <laughs> oh, the definitely. legs. Oh, definitely. Elbows <laughs> and knees and kicks. Um, so I was actually better at elbows than anything. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> 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 but okay, like in that respect, you know, I mean, like, you know, you were 18, you told your father, you're going to do this, yep. you know what I mean? And then you go in, uh, in kickboxing. How did you felt, you know I mean, when you, you know, got the green light, you can punch somebody? What was the feeling for you? It because was definitely exciting and I was happy about it. Yeah. Um, and funnily enough, I don't know why it took so long, but he ended up, my father started to come and watch I mean, he had to. I didn't have my license, so he drove me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Somebody must, you know what I mean? Because like, like I started in classes first, and then the coach, after only about three lessons, said um, to my father, look, Tanya's really focused. I think that I should train her one-on-one. -on -one. Um, so obviously that started happening for a little while. Um, but, yeah, it was definitely empowering, and uh, it was good f to build confidence and mm -hmm. have yeah, yeah. faith in yourself. Oh, that's very interesting, yeah. Jay, would you like to go into school with Tanya? <laughs> oh, jeez, I might get schooled big time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know if too many people would know this, but uh, I actually do have a background in martial arts as well. Really? Ooh. Yes. Well, well, well. It's one of those hidden talents. There's quite a few, and every now and then I'll just pop one out here, pop one out there, and people hear Which about it. Uh, karate and Taekwondo. <laughs> so that Where was, was that? Uh, I, was, I was just expecting you going to say, like, you know, I'm just a musician and a video kindergarten. <laughs> well, you're the man of the many talents. So why, why Taekwondo? Did you say Taekwondo? Yeah, Taekwondo and karate. And I think, uh, especially growing up, it was something that was really important. Because yeah. um, I understand that in the world, and including myself, a lot of people uh, face bullying and they get pushed around a lot. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was important to develop those skills to be able to, to protect yourself, stand up for yourself, and have confidence within yourself. Definitely. Because confidence alone is enough to kind of put off a lot of bullies and they won't, won't pick on you. Mm. So I developed this, these skills through karate and Taekwondo. And uh, when the bullying come back around... That's where it stopped. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, may I ask you, Tanya and Jay, did you experience any bullying in school or on your own? Or oh, yeah, heaps. Heaps. Tanya as well? Or? Um, not particularly. Yeah. I think... But you um, must witness some of the bullying in school, right? You must be witnessing Yeah, you always some? witness some. And to be fair, yes, I did get bullied, but I took it as um, something that you just... I didn't really care. So, yeah. I think the fact that I ignored it yeah. mean. Uh, it meant it didn't happen all that much anymore. So I could have taken it to heart and made it uh, worse than it was, but yeah. I just went, oh, yeah, I'm half Asian. Deal fine, with it. <laughs> Funny thing, thing enough, you know, I mean, like I did be bullied in school because obviously my size, but, you know, if I may ask you, like I described my situation, I've been bullied by the guys 
who I literally bash later on, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> but at the moment, they were, uh, for me, they looked so big and very brave, very strong. Mm. But when I confronted them, actually, I realized they are not such a guys, you know what I mean? Like, and, and the only way when I was growing up and when I was growing up in, in communism, it's like you pick, pick up the stronger guys from older generation, I mean, to reinforce your name. What was the type of people you saw in school who were who bullies? Who the you know how would you describe the profile of the person with the bullies? Unhappy boys, unhappy girls. Yeah, they're definitely bo- un- mostly unhappy, and I think maybe just slightly ignorant. So um, that's why I didn't hold it against them. That okay, you're teasing me because you think I've got slant eyes or I'm wearing glasses. Yeah. Um, I have a lisp. Yeah. What have you? Yeah. Well, it's not going to hold me back. What's the experience of jail, bud? Yeah, least? well, I think a lot of the time it just comes from the feelings of inadequacy of these other peoples. Mm. Um, they, they need to, I guess, find this power elsewhere and feel like they can yeah. wield it yeah. over other people because they're lacking in other areas of their life. So mm. I think a lot of it would even come down to their own level of confidence because if you're a confident person, then you don't feel the need to really do that to other people because, yeah. you know, what you're doing, you're, you're very stable within yourself and you've got great things that you're working on, so there's not much need for it okay mm. question for both of you like this is not children's show obviously <laughs> but also like you know i don't think that bullying actually stops with the school i think that people being bullied in later stage of their life you know yeah. what i mean in, in a workforce on a workplace at home um what would you give advice you know individual uj and you tanya somebody who's being bullied what would you jay say somebody i i come to you say hi jay and you say like Mario, what's up? I so like I don't know. Like Tanya, she's bullying me, right? You know, I mean, every day, like I feel upset and so on, and so on. But I tell Tanya because she, she bullies me different ways. She, she punched me in the faces. But how would you? How would you? What would you suggest? Yeah. Well, there's a few things that you can do. But the first thing, um, you can't control the behaviour that goes on outside of yourself. Yeah. So with that in mind, the first thing that you should do is look to yourself and go, okay, well, what can I do to help prevent this? So the first yeah. thing I would suggest is just developing confidence. Um, I find that's a big thing. How would you develop confidence? I'm well, sorry, you need question. to set goals which are achievable for yourself, whatever that may be. So, so for example, it might be, you know, in the case of martial arts, learning to defend yourself physically, uh, which can also have a lot of other effects like uh, getting that confidence just mentally as well, which is such a great thing. And I, I would advise martial arts to anyone for that reason. Uh, but even if you're not uh, interested in, in the martial arts aspect, just um, developing goals that you can hit, that you can ascertain, and that way, when you hit a goal, you can go, okay, well, I've done that, mm. you know, and then I've done the next thing. And then before you know it, you're building up all of this extra confidence, which then you can use to assert yourself. So yeah. next time someone comes and says something um, that, that isn't particularly nice or, or a bit mean, you can say, well, hey, you know, I'm going to stand up for myself this time mm. because of all these victories I've had before. I now have the confidence to stand up and deal with that problem. And a lot of the time, once you yeah. stand up for yourself, people just crumble. You know, because generally those kind of people will just pick on people that can't really defend themselves and are a bit weak. So if you can stand up for yourself and and confront that problem, then you're going to get a much better response. That's a great response. To all listeners, we're talking to the two wonderful uh, the, the individuals, uh, Jessini and uh, Tanya Duncan, and they build themselves through the day own um, experiences so like this is not a medical experience or psych- psychologist or nothing this is the real role without bull 
experience. Tanya, so same on same uh, token, yeah, J, ask Jay, yep. what would you suggest somebody who has been bullied? And I mean, now we'll see from a different perspective, you're, you're the female, and a part of this, you build that confidence. Jay mentioned confidence. Building yes. confidence is very important. What would you suggest anybody who's been bullied in school or workplace in your life? How would you, how would you tackle this? How would you explain to somebody what to do? Definitely um, what Jay said is part of what I would do, but uh, also go and talk to the person that's bullying you as much as you might not want to. It depends on the situation. Yes, but please continue. But have a conversation with them and try and nut it out first because you don't know why they might be bullying you sometimes. Mm. Um, so if you could honestly try and find why, uh, hopefully you can, Yes. then try. Uh, if that does fail, obviously. Um, that's when you might turn around and if it's a workplace situation, then yes, you're going to have to probably go to other associates or go above them and try and um, find a solution. Uh, but have the confidence to actually, don't just take it, mm. don't take the bullying, talk to other people about it and say, is this right? Is this fair? And go above the bully and make sure that it's being seen. Don't just let it germinate inside of you. That's a very, very honest answer. Before we take a break, how would you build confidence in somebody who's been bullied? How would you suggest to build a confidence? Like I just seen, he said like one thing, it's, you know, maybe martial arts, you know what I mean, and other things. But what would you suggest somebody to um, build a confidence? Um, is it boxing? Uh, <laughs> boxing is not the answer to everything. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's a good answer, but it's not the answer to everything. Okay. Um, you honestly just need to start thinking about the things you like like to do or like a, like about yourself and follow that and do more of that until you are confident in yourself. Well, thank you, Tanya. Thank you, Jay. We take a short break. You're listening to live 90.5 Business Insights with uh, Jay Sini and Tanya Duncan. We take a short break and we'll continue our conversation. I'm out of time and all I got is four minutes. Four minutes, eh? I'm out of time and all I got is four minutes. Four minutes, eh?
Back in studio, live 90.5. And this is us with Mario, our guest in studio. As you know, that's Jacini uh, from the Blacklist production, if I'm correct. Yes, and, correct. Uh, mm. Tanya, Tanya Duncan from the Warrior Within program. And that's her business, which you're going to talk a little bit later now. I know we ended our first uh, conversation, our last conversation with uh, bullying. Now, I'd like to continue that topic as well. So, Jay. Your business, it's you said about creating content. Um, that's requiring being creative. Am I right? Yes, very much so. And what's the type of content you're creating? Well, it uh, it's. I think the most important thing when you're creating content is it's got to be engaging and you've got to be reaching your target market, which is the most important thing. Like you can produce the best looking videos in the world. Yeah. It can be Hollywood <laughs> movie budget, like $100,000 cameras. But if you're not speaking directly to your target market, then that's you're wasting your money. So um, I know a lot of people on, on LinkedIn, you know, some will just take a lot of videos on their phones, but they have such a great message that it's hitting the target market. Okay. And if they're not, say, a video production company like me, like my video has got to be fantastic because yeah. that's what I do. That's a, that's but, a signature, right? Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. for example, if it's a, a marketing agency, the importance is in the what they're saying, you know, yeah. how to market. So yeah. the video is just a method of transmission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we, as I said, like we finished our last conversation with the, with the topic of the bullying and that was your honest role. Uh, or opinion experiences, how you would you advise other people who've been bullied. Now, we don't talk just about physical bullying in the school or the workplace. Now, for example, I know the people being bullied in the business world as well, but not the physically, but in, um, please correct me, that word will be on social media, trolling or... Yeah, trolls. Uh, you know what I mean? Or just, uh, you know, ridiculing you on a, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you mentioned something people do... Uh, videos on a mobile phone that hit the market mm-hmm. so i was witnessing not myself personally because i you know I, I truly don't have that experience but i know what means not having money people try to do some things now is it possible to avoid bullying i'll call the bullying on social media if you're using um if you don't have the budget or you know you had a simple phone to do it how would you how would you advise somebody to step there and uh, before tanya continue ask yeah well i think uh bullying is probably unavoidable because it's one of those things that you cannot control like it is in in the external world mm. so once again i would say that you have to look to yourself and someone has actually had to go to the effort if you put something up they've had to go to your post write the comment and then post it like how sad must your life be <laughs> to spend your time doing that when you instead of exactly. working on something great it i find it's so much more of a reflection on them yeah so at the end of the day even if someone leaves a negative comment like they're just increasing your engagement they're yeah. getting your message seen by more people anyway so that's go very, ahead that's very yeah. interesting tanya bowling online what do you think about this one honestly just what jay said who has the time I don't have time to even look at people. I want to see their posts. They're, they're hidden from me sometimes. I'm going, how do you have time to actually make a mean comment to anyone when I don't even get to see the people I want to see on my social media feed? Would you agree? So we agree on what the Joyce J says. I'm sorry. Apologies on Joy J said um, Joy. that people who are actually um, using that platform, social media, to leave the bad comments and ridiculing people and trolling mm. them or bullying, 
it's actually people that that speaks more about volume about themselves not yeah. about uh, about content itself 100% at the end of the day every single time they they uh they post a comment that gets your message seen by more people so for every one person that leaves something negative 50 more, 100 more people are going to see that who may agree with you or may not agree with you. But either way, your message is getting out there more and I think that's really important to building a business. So even if you are getting negative feedback, then, you know, just take it, you know, just just weigh it up. Is this accurate? Is it true? Should I worry about it? And then, you know, depending on how you feel, then you could say, okay, well, maybe what they're saying is constructive and I can take mm. something away from that or, well, that's just a bunch of crap. Yeah. You know? Very interesting. Tanya, now back to you. First fight. Where first was your fight. first fight? My first... Oh, was, it, was it kickboxing or boxing? It was boxing. I never actually competed in kickboxing um, you, because you were kicks strong hurt. Or? No. Yes, they <laughs> <did>. Kicks hurt, <laughs> as Jay can say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Funnily enough. Can you explain to me, like when you say that one, what do you mean when you say kicks hurt? Shin on shin connection is one of the worst pains ever. Um, I've, I shouldn't even say that is one of the worst, but um, I've had dental surgery and um, I think itchiness is one of the other high pains up there. But shin on shin connection, mm. yeah. See Jay's face. <laughs> oh, Jay, why are you, why are you smiling at? Because I, I know a little bit about Mai Tai. <laughs> now, um, well, tell us, what, tell what, us more. Like, well, how do you know what, Mai Well, tai? I know a lot of places that do train Mai Tai that are the hardcore uh, yeah. Mai Tai people. Uh, what they'll do is they will kick um, pieces of wood. They mm-hmm. will kick metal. They yep. will kick concrete. And what happens over time <laughs> is it's creating micro fractures in your shin, which then builds extra bone on mm. top of it. So you end up with shins that are literally like concrete yeah. and can smash through other people's bones that haven't trained. Yeah. So you could imagine... I wasn't that dedicated. <laughs> I, just, I, <laughs> like the amount of pain that that, like yeah. getting hit by someone who's actually trained um, yeah. and has those really strong shins would be unbelievable. Yeah. So <laughs> everything I've ever chosen to do is be for the enjoyment of the sport or the movement. So... Um, with Muay Thai, I enjoyed practicing it, but the actual connection of shin on shin in my first sparring instance made me go, that's not enjoyable. I'm not <laughs> going to follow that. Um, I still love watching Muay Thai, but um, I know what pain they're going through. So uh, I took a break from any of that training for two or three years and I just happened to be practicing it on the bag and I had a person called James come up to me and say, you have really good hands. Um, have you ever considered boxing instead of kickboxing? And that started um, me researching uh, would I actually like boxing and trying to find a coach. Um, So thank you, James, James Eastwood. Um, Yeah, I had my first boxing fight in South Juniors RSL in 2000 and probably... Ele- wait, what are we, 2020 now? 2020 now. Yeah, I'm going to estimate 2011. Um, that's interesting, 2011, okay, that's a nine years ago. A long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like it's a long time ago. So how did you, how did you, you know, who's your coach again? Uh, at that time it was somebody called Paul Gretsch. Okay. Um, so I changed coaches. Uh, who's your favorite coach? <laughs> Maydad Ronan. Maydad Ronan. <laughs> so tell me, uh, when you first time walk towards the ring, first time you walk towards the ring you know like you have the first fight yes what was your first experience for you um so my first experience was um it was quite interesting because if you um research boxing in new south wales and in the sydney area south juniors was a place that 
people just went to to get experience in yeah. boxing. So it wasn't a big boxing night. It's something that gets run every fortnight for people okay. who just want to tick off another um, match on their belt or in yeah. their book. So um, all the people watching are people in the boxing game, um, unless you invite some family and friends. Yeah, yeah. Did you so invite somebody? I only invited two people um, because <laughs> I was just like, okay, it's my first boxing match, but yeah. um, at the same time, I was like, I could get belted. <laughs> This could be embarrassing. So that was that was as well at the back of your mind. You could be uh, belted in in the yeah, ring. Yeah, definitely in the back. It was always in the back of my mind that I I could get um, severely injured, but at the same time, I still had my own confidence that really I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. But I still knew the risk was there. And how was the uh, was the outcome of the fight? Uh, luckily, it was an exhibition. Um, okay. But we were both uh, of the same level. When when you have exhibitions, you kind of know when you go back into the crowd. Yeah. People tell you who won in the exhibition. Yeah. Um, and most of them said you definitely won that. But at the same time, I still heard people say that to her as well. So yes. we were evenly matched, and she yeah. was a lovely girl. So um, yeah, I was very happy. It was. A uh, fast six minutes. Um, I was <laughs> yeah. hyperactive for another five hours after that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, may, may I ask you, um, when the spectators was watching the, the the boxing right and the, the boxing match, mm. they quite often, and I was one of them before I stepped in ring. You know what I mean? But it looks very, very simple, very easy. Um, it's like everybody, everybody's expert. What are you, what are you laughing, Jay? You figure the truth. <laughs> so I know it. the truth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's the same thing with like the UFC. When you see see people that aren't familiar with the sport talk yeah. about, it, they're like, oh, you know, they're just kicking and punching each other and grappling. <laughs> Okay, but there is a lot more to it than that. Like uh, my my friend, he's really big into Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He does yeah. a lot of grappling on the ground, and uh, I think he's at, a, at at the stage of purple belt, so he's been doing it a long time. Yeah. He can put you in an arm lock or a headlock like that, yeah. like half a second, because yeah. he's trained so much, and the techniques that he uses are just so well-developed because it really is a complicated sport. Yeah. And if it was easy, then everyone would do it. Definitely. Well, that was a very honest answer. Well, we'll continue a little bit uh, later. We take just a short break. You're listening Business Insights with Mario on Line 90.5. Our guests from Warrior Within, Tanya Duncan and uh, Jay Cine from the Blacklist Production, future number one this year, Yee! number one country mm. musician. You're going to sing for us. Yeah. Well. <laughs>
back in studio live 90.5 business insights with mario the show you love it you show which you enjoy it and i'm truly privileged and really honored to have in the studio two really really individual two really unique individuals they're both somebody who using their own dreams to create a you know reality and when i say that you know they both the fought their way in society in a business and a life and uh, thank you for sharing jay and tanya uh, your thoughts about um, and bullying in life and a business and uh, tanya who in 2009 she stepped the first time in the ring 
and um, you know she she knew she's gonna be belted <laughs> consciously she realized but she continued so Tanya after 2009 how's your career in in, in the boxing um so after that exhibition then at that stage it was actually quite difficult for females uh, in most weight categories to get fights um, why is that it just wasn't in New South Wales it wasn't um, even legal until <laughs> uh, yeah so we were behind the times in Australia so uh, Queensland and all the other states let yeah. females fight before New South Wales did New South Wales people girls had to go to other states if they wanted to have a fight and um, come back and obviously train in New South Wales mm -hmm. until basically that year that I started was mm. the first year that girls were allowed to fight um, so there just wasn't that many um, so that's why I end up having to do more exhibitions because in the exhibitions you could fight people who were a little bit below or a little yeah. bit higher than you and yeah. and just know it was going to be a fairly safe match um, so in saying that, my next fight, because I couldn't find very many fights, I just went, you know what, I'm going to state titles. <laughs> okay. Um, and interesting experience. Um, it made me realise that um, I was probably a little bit overconfident. Um, they stopped the fight in the second round because... Why, why, why is that? Um, what ended up because happening... Because you belted other girl or...? No. <laughs> um, it was quite embarrassing. Uh not really. I blame my coach. Um, it wasn't made at. It was okay. the other coach. Yeah. I didn't know the rules well enough to know that if the other person gets ahead of you by so many points, they just stop the fight. And my first coach taught me basically just to be a power puncher. So I just kept on taking a lot of jabs, which yeah, was yeah. a point, a point, a point. And so the other girl got so many jabs ahead of me that they stopped the fight in the second round. I wasn't hurt. Yeah. Uh, they just stopped it. And... Well, I learned my you, lesson. You've just been misled in, in, in by the coach, obviously. Yep. But also, like, you know, that doesn't reflect you as a person because I know <laughs> that Tanya, she's a very genuine person, but she can be very tough as a, as, a, as a coach and trainer. But now, Tanya, after all these years, you know, you start coaching, you know, other boxers mm -hmm. uh, how to box. How would you find yourself in, in that position? You know, suddenly, I don't fight anymore, but you need to, you know, coach Jessini, let's go say for the it comes to you so I want to learn to how to fight because I if I use my experience and to all our listeners I know Tanya for past four years and the uh, reason why I choose Tanya to be my coach because you know when I first time I met her uh, in a gym and uh, she was uh, somebody who was smiling and uh, she was dressed ridiculously in colorful, <laughs> colorful things <laughs> truth it is it was her funny shoes and everything else and we were like, you know, like a bunch of the men there, I mean, jumping around and, you know, I mean, she's like, oh, okay, let's go fly, you know, like, kumbaya, <laughs> hold for the hands. It's like, that doesn't make a sense. It's you know, massive you know, over-dramatization. Yeah, but it was like, it's like, and then Tanya says, like, I'm going uh, gonna to practice with you condition. And so, like, after, after three minutes, Jay, trust me, I was I was regretting it. I mean, I said, like, this, <laughs> this is not the I bet you it was the longest three minutes of your <laughs> life. <laughs> I started avoiding Wednesday because I knew Tanya, she was there, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that's, you remember, and I said like, oh, okay, so like, you know, I come to Tanya, so like, look, Tanya, you know, can you, can you be my, can you be my coach? And, you know, Tanya, she's quite a lovely girl, you know, as you can see, she's smiling and everything else, but let me tell you, she's very uh, unpleasant in, 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 in training, you know what I mean? There's like, <laughs> you can't take the break, you know, what, what are you doing now on the floor? Why, why are you taking so long? You know, why are you doing this? You know, get up. Yeah, get up. <laughs> and then she punches, you know what I mean? But, I do not. <laughs> yeah, okay, a little bit. But uh, Tanya, like, you know, how did you, what did you brought from your boxing experience into the coaching part of the business? 
how do you approach it that one you know what i mean so you obviously build a career you know and then the boxing and thing else and now suddenly you become the coach what's the difference between the fighter and the being coach the difference from for yourself of course for yeah. myself um i think it's going to be different for anyone's journey of becoming a coach um what i brought to becoming a boxing coach was actually becoming a personal trainer first helped the boxing coach mm-hmm. so i think that's what actually made me be a better boxing coach mm-hmm. was i didn't just go oh i fought and now i can be a boxing coach mm-hmm. i think understanding a bit about well-being and fitness also completed the picture of being a coach yeah um what i brought to the plate was i know all the mistakes i made in boxing uh, and i don't try and hide it i and then i drill that into the people i coach now go yes i made all these mistakes i wasn't actually the best boxer in the world um i had some good things behind me and that's what people remember is yes i had good timing and i had power um but they weren't the best things i had um so i make sure with my new students that yeah. all the things I did wrong are the things that they know from day one don't do this don't these do are this. all the things that Tanya did wrong yeah. and there was a lot of things so I have a lot to teach them oh, really <laughs> interesting Jay now about you like when did you start your business Blacklist production and why did you start this yes okay so uh, before I started Blacklist Productions I was a musician and uh, you know when you're a musician uh, you're often traveling around. Sorry, to to, when you say musician, can you tell us more about musician? What is a guitar or? Yes, I, I play rock uh, country rock, and I have a country rock okay. band. So yeah. uh, when you, when you're a musician, you're traveling around to a lot of different festivals and gigs. But what festivals want to see is that you're always putting out new music. It's really high quality, and the important part of the new music is they want to see which is uh, you know, a bit counterintuitive when you're talking about music. So um, obviously accompanying your music, you need video clips. Now, video clips are not cheap. They are, it's quite expensive to do something that's really great um, and looks, looks up to par because as, a, as an emerging artist or even an established artist, you're needing to compete with some quite high-level artists like the likes of, say, Ed Sheeran, Keith Urban, those kind of people. So you want to make sure that your product is up to scratch. So um, you obviously have to spend a bit of money to do that. And it was getting to the point where there just wasn't the return there for video. So something had to change for me. So it was either I could put out subpar clips, which you definitely don't want to do, or you can learn to do it yourself. So I went down the, the route of basically teaching myself how to shoot. Uh, so I spent a good three or four months uh, just on the internet learning from some of the best people um, that I could find. And some of the, the knowledge they shared was in- incredible. And out of that, I started to do my own clips. And then they got to a standard where I was like, <laughs> interesting, okay. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, please continue. Yeah. yeah the, I, I got to a point where I was like, okay, well, now this is something that I can offer to other, other people and I'm going to solve their problem. Um, so when I started doing that, a lot of people initially thought it was just a joke. They're like, well, this guy's a musician. What's he doing video for? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> it just blew up. And before we knew it, like um, I was shooting with like the, the biggest country acts in Australia because uh, what I was offering was clips at a rate that was much more affordable than the competition uh, but still they have that cinematic quality which I was really focused on delivering uh, for artists because I know for myself as a musician that's what I wanted for my products so being able to deliver that for everyone else has been such a, a blessing a privilege to 
to to do and um you know getting the opportunity to work with the best of the best as well has just been something quite incredible so it was it was very much out of necessity that uh this business formed and ever since then it's it's certainly filled a gap in the market well that's very interesting tanya i would i'll now ask you to you ask one question from your choice to joyce jessini Ask yep, any hit question. Me up, give me a no, question. Hit, hit, what do you, you got? You asked Jason in one question. <laughs> What's your favourite song? My oh, there, there's so many. Oh, oh. I hope it's not Keith Urban. Okay, <laughs> it, it's it's not Keith. Ur- I'd have to say the the best song of all time. I personally believe is "Sweet Child of Mine." Yay! Thanks for hitting my ringtone. <laughs> oh really? Yes, for so long. Okay, we'll take a short break. <laughs> Listening live, nineteen point five. This is Mario, and our guest uh, Tanya Duncan and Jason is gonna. We're gonna come back a little bit later with the more questions. We are the Insight Intelligence Group, specialising in Australian corporate investigations and information risk management. Work. Place investigations, competitor analysis, social media intelligence, reputational risk management, internal or external investigations. Professional and proactive, Insight Intelligence Group works with you to ensure the success of the investigation. Australia-wide or global, facts, not opinion. 02882-9837. Insightintelligence.com.au Station sponsor. What dreams do you have? Will they be a part of your future? If you want your dreams to come true, you need confidence in your abilities and yourself. Toastmasters is a safe, low-cost learning experience